Welcome to my podcast, Big Lessons from a Small Island. I am Sophia Robinson, and I'm an author, a blogger, and a coach. I write about life lessons, my experiences, and my philosophy on life, sprinkled with fun, humor, and big love from a small island. My mission is to inspire you to embrace every part of your story and to try something new. Welcome back to my podcast, Big Lessons from a Small Island. If you haven't already done so, I would love it if you could leave a rating and a review as well as hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode of this first season. Today is my final bonus lesson and it is a personal essay that I wrote recently about stereotypes and stories. I thought it would be the perfect way to end this first season of the Big Lessons from a Small Island podcast. I would love to know what your takeaway is from it. And so you can email me at 39andcountingblog at gmail.com if you want to reach out to me about that or anything else. I also have something really special at the end for the writers and the writers at heart. So listen out for that. Stereotypes and stories. I'm opening with a quote from Muriel Rukeser. I hope I pronounced that correctly from her piece, Cathay Kollowitz. What would happen if one woman told the truth about her life? The world would split open. Think of a stereotype. You got one in your head? Good. Now, think of at least one person you know who goes against that stereotype. And here's a hint. That person could be you. I have seen and heard these stereotypes play out in so many ways. They form the backbone of or provide comic relief in films, television, comics, and stand-up comedy routines. And on the flip side, they can be the foundation of bias and discrimination. Stereotypes can be funny and dangerous, and all at the same time. As someone who has defied one or two stereotypes in my time, and who has been judged by them, and let's face it, someone who has definitely judged others by stereotypes... I have seen both sides of what they can create. On the negative side, I have seen how people have felt trapped by the stereotypes that are common about their particular demographic and how they can cause us to believe that we have a particular destiny. We may believe that no one may take us seriously because of something about us, like our hair, our gender, or our size. We may believe that we cannot pursue a particular career path or take a course of action. We may lack the belief in our own abilities to learn, to create, and to excel. And in doing so, we may become the self-fulfilling prophecies of what people like us are able to do. In addition, we may be placed into boxes by other people who believe in those stereotypes and who have their biases reinforced by them. And so this can lead to a similar outcome. People in a group trapped due to their demographic who face an inordinate uphill battle to even glimpsing at a fair shot. Or we may even feel that we do have to conform to a particular stereotype at one time in our life. And when we feel the pull to break free, it can be difficult. Like if we're betraying an entire group of people who we identify with, or if we're losing membership into that club. On the flip side, we may find comfort in the stereotypes and be welcomed into various groups. And there are times when there is truth in some terrorist stereotypes, and it can be something that unites us to other people with whom we have things in common. For the rebels like me, a stereotype can be a challenge to step outside the box and do something different. 
No matter what, the truth is that stereotypes are often based on the belief that if X is true, then Y is also true. I have a really good friend who told me that she got a university scholarship based on the belief that if she was six feet tall, which she is, that she'd be good at basketball, which she wasn't really. It definitely worked in her favor and it gave her opportunities that she might not otherwise have had. But it shows our desire to categorize people and reduce them to one or two dimensions. When the truth is, we are multifaceted people. All introverts are not quiet hermit types, although some of us do groan inwardly every time we want to leave home. All women aren't natural and nurturing types. All of us have multiple identities, histories, and personalities, and these things can change over the course of our lives with a change in circumstances and priorities. And I can understand how we forget this or don't even realize it. I recently learned about how stereotypes and bias can even play into the algorithms that play such a part in how we navigate the online space. Algorithms are designed to focus on frequency. So the more that one belief or behavior is out there, the more focus it gets until we forget that there are so many other ways to be because we are surrounded by the signals from one way of being. On top of this, there are many other factors that play into the algorithm and add to the overarching bias to certain terms being associated with certain demographics. On a personal level, I've recently had this experience being in a virtual space where personal development and entrepreneurship is the order of the day and the belief that the best way to gain success and freedom is to be an entrepreneur. It took so much energy to poke my head out from this belief just to see what else was out there. The truth is that so many of the stories that are out there are of those who conform to particular stereotypes. And it can make us believe that this is the only way to be in the world and feel shame when we don't subscribe to that behavior or belief. And I think that one of the most powerful things we can do to tackle the dark side of stereotypes and the bias that can accompany them is to tell our stories. The truth is, I think that there are more of us than anyone would believe who do not feel like we fit into the stereotypes that try to so neatly encapsulate us in a particular behavior or destiny. And there are many more people who need to know about those of us who don't fit in so that they can have the courage to not fit in as well. What happens when we tell our stories? Well, firstly, we give ourselves the power to own our narratives. There is something about speaking or writing our stories that gives us the power over them instead of them having the power over us. When our stories have power over us, we can live in shame and in the fear of others finding out and judging us because of them. When we tell them, we get to own them. We get to dissolve the shame that we feel. We may learn who is truly judging us, and sometimes we are our own harshest judges. And we get to draw closer to those who are truth tellers and who see their own story in ours. Secondly, we give others the gift of knowing they aren't alone. Yes, there are those who will see aspects of their stories in ours, and that can be a source of comfort to both them and us. Our stories are what connect us. And thirdly, we can disrupt the algorithms that threaten to keep us locked into one way of seeing the world. 
Now, I'm not going to pretend that there isn't more going on here than just frequency, but I think that the more our stories are out there, the harder it will be to ignore our different ways of being in the world. When we tell our stories, we have the potential to destroy the stereotypes that keep us stuck in the belief that we need to be what others want us to be, and we force them to see us for what we truly are. So, what stories are you telling and owning today? And what is one stereotype that you find you totally resonate with or one that you feel you are the complete opposite to? I love hearing from you, so definitely email me at 39andcountingblog at gmail.com. And as I told you at the beginning, I have something amazing to offer you right now as well, especially if you're a writer or a writer at heart. If you feel as if there's a book inside of you that you want to bring out into the world or you want to start a blog, you should definitely consider joining my Write Your Way live course. This is for you if you believe that there's a book inside of you that you want to bring out into the world. If you want to increase your visibility through your writing, get more readers and speak to your audience in a way that captures their attention. If you want to write a book or a blog for your business or work on a novel or memoir so that you can share your stories. And if you are worried that there's only one way to write and it isn't the way that feels good to you. If you're ready to get these projects out of your head and onto paper or your laptop, then I have just the thing for you, and it is the Write Your Way Life course, which starts April the 20th. This is going to be one month of coaching, writing, and community as you get those ideas out of your beautiful head and begin to craft those stories you have been dreaming about. Writing can feel like a solitary experience. As I mentioned, the factors that helped me the most to write my book, self-publish on Amazon and blog for the last few years was a community of other writers, coaching from an experienced author, and building a habit of writing my way. And now it is my absolute privilege to bring that to you. There is no wrong way to write your story. Over the four weeks, you will get two one-on-one -on -one coaching and strategy sessions to identify your writing style and map out a plan for your book or blog and a strategy for consistent writing. There will also be two 90-minute group coaching calls for teaching and support and a private Facebook community. And I will read up to 10,000 words of your manuscript or four blog posts and give detailed feedback up to one month after the course is finished. If you're ready to put in the work, you could walk away with a strong writing habit, a partially written or fully written, depending on how fast you write and how long it is, manuscript or a blog post and deeper connections with fellow writers. I'm keeping this group intimate and so there are six spaces. So for those of you who are ready to craft your story and write your way, totally would love it if you come and join me. Check out my page at www.39andcounting.com slash live course if you're ready to join me or email me at 39andcountingblog at gmail.com if you need more information. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. You can go onto my website. You know what it is www.39andcounting.com if you want to join my mailing list so that you can know when season two is going to be coming out or if you just want to hear what else is going on in my world or even purchase a digital copy of my book. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast and I cannot wait to join you in season two. 
And as always, I send you big love from a small island.